0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey,
3: listeners. Kevin and I need your help. Yes,
2: we need your help. Please, please, please. We need your stars. We need your reviews, you guys, on iTunes, so we can start to climb those iTunes rating charts.
3: It's simple. Open iTunes. Click on the iTunes store. Search for behind the curtain Broadway's living Legends.
2: Then click on ratings and reviews under the customer reviews Click write a review, then
3: let us know what you think. From one to five stars. If you need some help, think of one star being Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the Road Company of the last five years, and five stars being free front row tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> Although, when you think about it, I actually would give five stars to the Road Company of Carol Channing and Paul Lynn in the last five years because I think that would be uh, awesome. I would
2: love to hear. Can I hear moving too fast? is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the one I really want. Jesus shakes the, the goddess. <laughs>
3: And through Erica Schwartz and Danica Weiss and the Handelman twins.
2: So there you go. You can also leave a comment if you like. That's it. That's your reviews. it. Send us Thank your reviews, you. friends. Please.
3: Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Broadway Curtain, and make sure to join our Facebook page, at Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends.
2: And maybe follow us on Instagram, at Broadway Curtain Podcast. Plus, you can always listen to our podcasts on Broadway
3: World and Stitcher. Ooh, Stitcher, we're moving Ooh. up in the world. <laughs> Since 1960, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of young, <laughs> young sopranos have been singing much more. But no one sings it better than today's guest because she is the one who sang it first.
2: That's right. And, and the best at it, I'll thing. say. Geez. Thank you.
0: And Thank if you.
2: originating a rip writ- as if originating the role of the girl in Fantastics wasn't enough, she is also known to audiences as the hip-hopping grandmother in the musical version of The Wedding Singer. Plus, she has been seen on Broadway in On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, Ben Franklin in Paris, and
3: last of The Red Hot Lovers, just to
2: oh name my a few. Heavens. <laughs> wow.
0: To Thank
3: tell you. us what it was like to stand by for Barbara Harris, work with John Kander, and to tell us all about her new show, Much More, a tribute to Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt, here... To prove that her wish came true when she said, please, God, don't let me be normal.
0: (laughs) I'm still saying it. (laughs) It's the
3: beautiful and wonderful Rita Gardner. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, we are
3: so happy to have you here, Rita.
0: Happy to be here.
3: So, Rita... Let's start at the beginning. Where are you from originally? I'm from Brooklyn. All oh, right, a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. All the way around. And we're in Brooklyn, Crown
0: Heights. Oh, Crown oh, Heights. My. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, were your was your family involved in the arts?
0: Nobody there. I mean, they, they. Nobody can sing. Nobody has ever been an actor in my family. No, they sing off key.
3: So, where did you get this from?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never found that out. No.
2: Did you grow up going to see shows on Broadway? Do you remember well, your first show? Well, when I was a,
0: a, about 3 or 4, 5 or whatever, I sang on a a, a radio on the radio at 5 years old oh, wow. on WHN. <sighs> And so I sang. I was always a singer, I I guess. That's what I'm told. I don't quite remember it all, but my brother does, so he fills me in some. (laughs) Yes, of course.
3: Older brother, right? Older brother, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Fills you in. Um, When you were singing on this radio program, were there any songs that you specifically remember singing, or you were just...
0: And then I sang on Coast to Coast on a Bus. I was on a radio show called Coast to Coast on a Bus that Milton Cross was was the host, the opera... Yeah. The guy. Yeah. Well,
3: what, what was it called? Sorry, coast to Coast? Coast to
0: Coast on a Bus. And we sang coast to coast on a bus, beep, beep, along the highway, through every byway. That's what we sang every week. Beep, beep. I, I that, like that, that song. That. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought I'd put it in I my like show, it. but not this one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <That> <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. Oh so, And it was thrilling because... If you couldn't get to a show, I mean, we couldn't afford that. So you could afford whatever it was I paid at that time and saw all those great people.
3: Did you like popular music? Would you listen to the popular music? Oh,
0: I sang on Coast to Coast. I sang pop stuff.
3: But were there any singers or songwriters that you really, really liked?
0: I like the old one. Richard Rogers. Richard Rogers. Rodgers and Hart. And I, I knew that that Richard was, Rogers.
3: That was the popular music of the
2: time, too. Yeah, it was the Richard yeah. Ro- yeah that was. Rogers and
0: Hart. And uh, Richard Rogers came to see the Fantastics. Oh? Oh, he did. And his limousine was bigger than the block. Because I <laughs> he tell took you. the a limousine truth. to go see Fantastics? He took a limousine with his, you his wife. You better take a limousine And then he took me out. Uh, to okay. a to a restaurant, I was I and they were playing all that Richard Rogers music.
2: And you didn't he didn't really know him. He was like, I'm taking out
3: Louisa. Like,
2: oh,
0: no, it, no, <laughs> it, I, I did know him because I grew up with his music. I knew all oh, of his songs.
3: Did he know you yeah. beyond what you just see? No,
0: he just saw me in the show and he said, oh, "Come on, we're taking you to dinner." So, I "Yeah." Said, so that's what weird. happened.
3: Would you get intimidated? Did you get intimidated? Well.
0: When he ordered shrimp, I said, "What is that?" Because I never had it. (laughs) He said, "You'll love it, Rita." I said, "Okay, I'll try it." All
3: right, all
0: right. No, he was—he was lovely, absolutely lovely.
3: That is so wonderful. It's so exciting when you get to meet one of your mentors, or one, uh, one of your inspirations. Yeah. Well, I yes,
0: say. I mean, the best. Hello. And, and of course, I mean, Gershwin Kern. Oh, sure. Oh, I'm yeah. going to put
3: you on the spot, if that's o- okay. You, Of course. Here we go. Your favorite Richard Rodgers song.
0: He was too good to me. Oh. How can I get along now? That's my favorite. That was one I one love
2: that song. See? It's honestly one of my favorite. That melody is so beautiful, Gorgeous. and that people forget. I mean, people don't know that song no. as well. That
3: Rodgers and Hart. No, that's amazing. So no. now you went to high school for the performing arts. <laughs> yeah, you graduate, and then what's the next step for you?
0: Well, I I had a lot of jobs. See, it was, I was always working, doing something
3: in addition to your studies.
0: Well, uh, yes, absolutely, but when I graduated, uh, you know, I was still working, and then I decided it's time to go to school. My parents said, it's up to you, because I, I could get into Brooklyn College. I guess I had the grades at that time. It was a city college, and so I was in Brooklyn College. But I had about nine jobs, so I would go to different classes and fall asleep. Like what never, was
2: your What were some jobs that you had?
0: Well, I was singing with a band. Uh-huh. I I I was a dental assistant. I can now read X rays. I'm oh, very that, good at that. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. I, whatever I could get to pay me. You know, I mean, wow. whatever jobs I could get yeah. to pay me. And, uh, you know, when I was a young kid, I was on Let's Pretend and all those places, too. What's Let's Pretend? Let's Pretend was a radio show. All these, you know, at the time when I was growing up, there were all these radio shows. Yeah, right. That's what people listened to, the radio, you know, quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah. So... um, I like the name So of there was though. quite a market for yeah, that. You quite know, there quite was you're like ex- podcasts
2: today, exactly, really. I mean, like exactly. So that's what
0: people were, what we're doing. You know, and, and I was on this radio show called Coast to Coast. And well, then I was on a television show. I was with a jazz quartet called The Honeybees. And a, a Dave Lambert did our first uh, a, a record. Oh. And it was Moonglow. <laughs> I, my God, who remembers all of this? Yeah, thing? I'd like
2: to find that record, please. Yeah. Anybody I'm out not, there, cool. not, find I don't think glow. I have
0: it, but my well, friend Margie Gray might have it. I don't know, but we, we were a jazz quartet, too. I mean, you did everything, it right. seems.
3: And where, did you end up
0: going to a college?
3: Did you end up going to Brooklyn College? I went college? to
0: Brooklyn College, and then I was in school uh, about a year and a half or two years, and I was in this English class, and I think it's a... It's a Joe Jocasta Joe Castus from Odysseus? or Yes. Uh, right? So I had read that before because, you know, that's what I did. So the teacher said, Miss, my name is Rita Shire. So he said, Miss Shire, you stand up and read Joe Castor's speech, and you can't fall asleep, please, because oh. he was very upset at me. Huh. So I said, oh, okay. So when I was a kid and I had all these lessons, I was taught to read you know, cold, as it were. Mm -hmm. And when you do radio, you read cold. So I read it cold. And he applauded. And so did the class. And he said, Don't stay here. Don't stay in class. Don't stay in college. Just go out and act. And that's, that's exactly what happened. He called my mother and said, "Ah, she has to act. Get her out of school.
3: What a great teacher. (laughs) Do you remember his name? No, but what a great teacher! Yeah, I'll say. Wow.
0: Well, I mean, it was a surprise, but well, yeah, but, but rather than fall asleep, he said, "Why don't you get on the stage?"
2: <laughs> so, what, how did you do that? What was, so, like, you are like I audition. Right, I just. think
0: I auditioned for everything. You did, you know, everybody auditioned for everything. I mean, one half of the world is auditioning for the other half, a- isn't amen. it? So you. <laughs> <laughs> you know about that.
2: Did you have like other than he was too good? Uh, was there a song that was like sort of your standard audition song? Well,
0: when I went to sing, since much uh, more know, had not been written no, yet. I auditioned <laughs> for the Fantastics. Well, that's. I guess I told that, and because and, I have a, a a show called Try to Remember. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, I did tell that story, and it it's really true. I uh, I came home from a funeral, and I said I'll. I'll I've got to get a job, it was so upsetting. So I looked in Variety and they were auditioning for the Fantastics and I thought it was a review, I had no idea and I called Laurie Noto and he got on the phone and I talked and talked and talked. He said, you know, I like your voice. We really know who we want, but why don't you come and audition? I said, okay. So I brought Over the Rainbow because I sang that song, Uh and I sat, and I waited, and I walked in, and and because I was very lucky, I knew how to sight sing. So I I sang something from the Fantastics, I think, uh, I don't know if they were you, something that Harvey gave me, and they kept calling me back, and back, and back, and so I got the job. But I didn't expect it, I really didn't, and it was just an accident. Wow. And I, I always tell students, because I do teach, Yes, mm-hmm. and I say, you know, everything is an accident. I, you know, as, as Ruth Gordon says, mm-hmm. you work hard, you put in that time, and you never face the facts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's, so good. That's, That's
2: so good. Excellent quote.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: uh, y- y- so... Do me a favor, if you don't mind. Would you be so kind as to tell our listeners what was auditioning for theater like in the 1950s? Because now it's it's totally different in the 2010s the way you would go and audition for a musical.
0: Well, they there were more sopranos around. Now you have to belt. I mean, that's really one of the things. And since I don't belt... Uh, you know i was a soprano and i sang songs and, and rapper
2: you're a rapper too and a rapper too yeah uh, right? before I had it to became learn. popular in
3: that
0: hamilton that i had to learn but <laughs> you know you and and but by the way the interesting thing i think is that because i realized at a certain time that there were no shows that had sopranos certainly my age yeah. you know i mean i'm very pragmatic about that i'm a certain age and there were no shows so I I decided that at one point you know I said I have to get back to doing plays and I did, mm-hmm. and that's really what I've been doing. I did I Remember Mama, mm-hmm. and then I did it just this past Jul- uh, June and July at uh, where the Two River Theater. Yes. Oh, yeah.
3: And got excellent reviews, Absolutely. by the way.
0: Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful show, and it was very well done. Very yeah. good actresses. We played all the parts. We were a certain age. Yeah. So, you know, when you go to the theater, I don't see that anymore. But as you have to nest in the gale, as Margaret Mead says, because you have to see what's, you know, happening and try to be part of it, at least. I. I I see that, and so I audition. That's my middle name. And
3: do you like the process of auditioning? No, don't like it.
0: No, because um, what are they looking for? What do they want? You know, as as an actress, you always go, "Oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> I don't want to be here."
3: And you've had a very wonderful career but that never goes away the what am i doing here what do they want from
0: no you? it's always there absolutely why would you be an actor you I mean it's always that part of you that says i feel like five years old again
3: totally what what piece of wisdom would you like to impart on uh, people that are just entering this business
0: i think you I, I guess i'm keep quoting things hamlet says the readiness is all am i right about that yes um I think you have to know your craft because so many things happen and you have to know how to handle yourself in the theater and you know now you have to know how to do a movie. I mean, what does that take? Mm-hmm. It's not a big voice but you still have to have an emotional life and be real. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to know your craft. Always keep oiled because you can meet someone on the street and they say, gee, you're right for this. And When you're not oiled, that's when you get into trouble. Mm. How do you stay oiled? I take classes all the time. I take singing lessons. I go to a gym. I have an acting class. We did pieces of Pinter, uh, and that's going to be done again. That's awesome. And you don't think about it, but it gives you joy. Mm. What gives you joy, and what is your passion Passion is very important. And you only get one choice, really, in life. You have someone you love, hopefully, but you have one choice when it comes to what you love to do. So you have to look at that very carefully.
3: That is beautiful. And that's a great piece of advice to pass on to the next generation of, of performers.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it just... And when I see it, when I teach and I see it, I go, ah... That one I know is going to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to know. Yeah.
3: That's beautiful. And
0: then you look at yourself. When you were, when you were
3: auditioning uh, for The Fantastics, we'll, yeah. go, we'll go back to The Fantastics yes, for sure. a second. When you were auditioning for The Fantastics, did you realize that you were working on something that was going to turn out to be so monumentally huge? Did you know what you were working on was special?
0: I always thought it was special because I was the only girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's the right answer, Rita. That's the right answer. That's always the best. (laughs) (laughs) And it had Jerry Orbach. It had Kenneth Nelson. And Tom Jones did the old actor. And we had Word Baker. And it was fun. And if it was a good day, we worked longer than we did when it wasn't a good day, mm-hmm. and it was like the French, you know, you come in and you start rehearsing, and word would say, "This is let's go home," and then the next day would be great, and you'd stay later because there were no rules. Right? I mean, you're talking about 1960.
3: Yeah. Going back though to the Fantastics for a second, like you had mentioned earlier, which was the staging of the show was so unique because most musicals at that time were very literal, and to... and they're literal now too, believe and, me. And they are very literal now. Yes. Um, but to and I we i recently took a group of students to see the fantastics uh-huh. um and it is still so moving and so inventive and so creative with in the rehearsal process were you all part of creating or did mr baker have a very clear idea of this is the way it's going to be no
0: we improvised a lot of stuff you improvised and then a lot he said that works that doesn't and then he said try this mm-hmm. everything was easy we didn't know we were going to be in a hit you know or or a show that's lasted over 50 years. Yeah. We were just doing a show. Yeah. And we got dollar forty. I mean, God knows we didn't get a lot of money. Right. So, and then I knew, I said, and I, I did, I do talk about it. You know, we did a 12 midnight preview. Oh. That was the first preview.
3: A midnight preview. Yes, we a did. A midnight show.
0: And who came but my ex-husband and Charles Nelson Riley? <laughs> nice. So, because my ex-husband had said it'll never amount to a thing.
3: And, and very quickly, would you mind telling our listeners who your ex-husband well, was? Herb Gardner. He oh, was yes. a, a playwright. Yes.
0: And a very talented one. Right. <clears throat> but he didn't think that it would last, or he didn't think, what is this that you're doing? And Charles said, Of course it's wonderful. And in 12 minutes, she had eight songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's like totally, I, I can like, hear him saying that. I mean, like, it's eight th- songs. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: we uh, love Charles Nelson <laughs> Riley on this podcast. Uh, we the lo- best.
0: The best. We love. used to go to auditions. I played his agent, he played mine. What? We were really, <laughs> wait, I've wait, known wait. him for a long time. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? And I loved him, but he knew everything. Oh, please. Charles was very astute. He taught opera like, history. He did right? Nobody knew more about opera. Oh my
2: right, God! That, he
3: really loved it. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's really really yeah, we heard,
2: fun. Yeah, we heard he was like kind of this Renaissance man. I mean, the, more than just being a, a singer actor. I mean, nobody he,
0: knew who he was. And yeah, it was remarkable. And he introduced me to uh, Roberta Peters, who became a friend. Yes. Oh yeah. And oh. I loved her. And I guess one of the most thrilling things I ever did was singing with her. She was asked to sing at the Eugene O'Neill. They were having a big benefit. And she said, I can't sing an hour, Rita. I mean, so I'll sing some things, you'll sing some things, and then we'll sing together. Yeah. And it was thrilling. Oh, oh my that gosh. That was thrilling. Wow. And I love her. She's a special lady. Oh, wow.
3: Um, this, this role that you created has been embodied by so many young actresses. Oh, my God. It'll continue to be embodied by young actresses way beyond any of our lifetimes. What pieces of advice would you give a young actress that's about to play the girl for the first time in the fantastic?
0: I do say that it, it's you, you keep it simple. I simple. Mean, you know, that's, that's what it is. And it didn't get good reviews. You knew that, did yes. oh, yeah. Cute, adorable, right? Yeah. Walter mm-hmm. Kerr. So, uh, Laurie <laughs> Noto... Because I wouldn't have gotten the part if it weren't for Lori. He we was the
2: producer on it? Yes. Yeah.
0: And I, the, I came in after talking right. to him, and he said, you're the girl. Right. That's what he said to me immediately before I sang.
3: And did you say originally that they had another girl in mind for this role?
0: Oh, yes, they did. She's still crying, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, I love it so much. Oh, I mean, it's it so was good. I mean, she was sitting there. Oh my God. Oh gosh. And and you know, and I think they wanted Susan Watson also because yeah. she hadn't gotten Bye Bye Birdie. That's right. Yeah. But she got Bye Bye Birdie, and I'm very thankful that she did. Yes. You know,
3: good good for her, and yeah. great for you. Yes, Even um, better. So then, after the Fantastics, your first Broadway show. Is a family affair. Is that correct? Yes. Now... Can you tell us who wrote the music for a Family Affair?
0: John Kander. John Kander. Um, and this
2: cast,
3: this yeah. this cast of a Family Affair is like a, a mm. who's who because it's Linda Lavin. Yes, is she in was it. marvelous. Uh, Shelley Berman, Eileen Heckart, uh, Larry Kurt, Larry Kurt, yes. B.B. Osterwald. Yes. I mean, this is this is yes. a group group yes. of people. Yes. Uh, Catherine Damon, would you do me a favor? Would you tell us a little bit about what exactly was a Family Affair about?
0: Mm. Marriage, getting married. This is about two families mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was the girl in the one family, and Larry was the guy in the other. Wow. So that, and it wasn't very easy, and I don't know if you know this, but it was very sad for me because I guess some things didn't work, and so Word was asked to leave, and Hal Prince took over. That was the first job so as a was director. Word director? Yes.
2: Who had directed Fantastic. Yes.
3: Oh, that I did
2: and not know. And then Hal yes. took over. And then
0: Hal took over, and I loved Hal but I remembered the first day he came to rehearsal, and I was crying because, oh my goodness, And he said, "It's okay. We'll work it out." And he was so kind, oh. and I've always remembered that mm. about him.:
3: That is so sweet. Very And this was one of his first big, if not. that
0: the was
2: first. the first uh, This is the first show we ever directed so the, on Broadway. Yeah. so how no, uh, no, 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 so
3: it yeah. That was
0: the first one. Yeah. And Shelley.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. very, very difficult. Fact, he yeah. made life difficult. Um, what I'm made just... him so
3: difficult as a... Mm.
0: I don't know because I didn't know Shelley Berman. I mean, I knew that Charles told me a very funny story. I said, who is this man that's, you know, I mean, he, he's not done a, a show before, but he was so difficult to work with. He said, Rita, when I was studying with Uta Hagen... Uta and Herbert, had their first uh, place was on 26th Street, I think, the first school. And, uh, I mean, I think Geraldine Page was there, and Jason Robart. I mean, a lot of very famous, wonderful actors. And Uta would assign scenes, and Shelley Berman was in the class. So Charles would say... Everyone said, well, I'm working with this one, I'm working with this one, I'm working... Never would they work with Shelley Berman.
2: (laughs) But that started
0: his career as a monologist because then he started writing monologues because no one would do a scene with him.
2: That's really funny. That's That's really what
0: I was told. And I said, I I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow. Tell us what it was
3: like working with Eileen Eckert.
0: I... What can I say? And I say this because what an actress, right? So she got this part in a musical. She'd never done a musical, but she had auditioned and she got the part. But... She didn't realize there's eight performances where you really have to sing and you really have to know some music. You have to be musical. And she found this very, very difficult, and I don't blame her. So she left, I think, rather early because it was very difficult for her. She didn't understand it. I mean, unless you do a musical, you don't understand what that takes. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Ethel Merman said, I lived like a nun. You know, you, go, you went home and slept and came back and, and did a show. You know, and that, you had
3: to do the same thing as well. Absolutely. I so, did. Family affair does not last very long, unfortunately. No, but this unfortunately, company, my God, this
0: cast. Yes, and, a, and the who? William Goldman yes. and yeah. Jim. Is it yeah. Jim? Yeah. yeah. They wrote the book. The That's Goldman right. Brothers. Yeah. The Goldman Brothers wrote the book and wrote the lyrics. And what was it like working with John Cander? Oh, I thought he was marvelous. And I think that this I don't know if he remembers it, and I don't know if you really want to put it, it just Go I'll for tell it. you the story. I mean, my God. They were always doing jigsaw puzzles or whatever, because they had never worked on a musical. So one day I just I guess Johnny was you know, it was upsetting. The whole thing was upsetting. So I said, Johnny, once you get a lyricist, you'll be a star. <laughs> so at 12 o'clock one day at midnight, when I was living on the Upper East Side, he said, Do you want to hear my coloring book? That was the one that Barbara Streisand did, isn't it? Did yeah, yeah, yeah my that's right. Book. And he played it for me and he said, I'm working with Fred Ebb. And we just did this and I wanted you to hear it. Really? Yeah.
2: Oh, my goodness. That is so lovely.
0: Yes. A lo- oh, the nicest, the loveliest. And I don't know if you want to use that. Oh, yes, yeah, I think that because, that's gorgeous. That's going Because he in. was a very kind man. And all I'm saying is that, I mean, Bill Goldman has gone on to do many things, and so has Jim, and they were talented. But the other thing is, they had never written a Book for a musical, yeah, or lyrics.
3: Do you think that's what the issue with the show was? Was that the yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah. Do you think we might ever see a revival or maybe an encore? It's a wonderful or?
0: show. Maybe someone can redo it or something. Maybe encore. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's some wonderful things. Oh, in at least
2: that. The, the, there's an album. At least you can hear the yes. song. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a wonderful album. I, I really album. love that album. I it's really terrific, do. It and really John, you,
0: you hear the talent. Yes, yes. you hear what the talent, the wonderful talent. And I think had they had maybe more money, or they could take it on the road for a little bit longer and get help, it would have run a long time.
3: Um, you next do Pal Joey.
0: Oh, my God, with Bobby Fossey. Uh, Bobby
2: Fossey. Yeah, who was who? your pal, oh, yeah. Joey?
3: Fossey.
0: Bobby, Bobby Fosse. I love it. Bobby Fossey. And that was another... Oh, my God. She's yeah. not here, thank goodness. That was Vivica Lindfors, and she had the same problem. Wait. She'd what? never done a musical.
3: Vivica uh, Lindfors. Lindfors. is yeah. an actress. Right there, Yeah. Oh, she, who played my Vera? God. Oh, Vera, yeah. And it. so that you was also yeah. very difficult. And you also had Kay Medford.
0: Oh, she
3: was marvelous. Yeah. Best known to many people as Albert Peterson's mother from oh, Bye of Bye, of Bye Birdie. Yeah. Um, tell me what... So now this is very interesting. This is Bob Fosse on stage, not off stage, yeah, on stage. But he
0: redid the... the, the Joey. I, yeah. Well, he played Joey, and then he choreographed uh, the, the dances. You he know?
3: choreographed his own dances or, or... The whole thing. The whole thing. Okay, yeah. my gosh. What's it like sharing a stage? With Bobby Fossey, my God, I've never heard him referred to
0: as he, Bobby. We, we sang. If they asked me, I could write a book. Mm-hmm. I remember? Yeah. Well, yes, you yes. were the his love and, interest. Um, they were. Everybody was singing with the orchestra, and there was no time to rehearse this song because Bobby was doing a dance number, and so Bobby said. I'm not going to do the dance number. I know this dance number. Let's sing this song because Rita needs to rehearse.
2: <gasps> wow.
0: Sounds like Fosse. I mean, you're bringing back so many memories. <laughs> I My mean. goodness. And he did that. So that, I always remembered Bobby. <laughs> 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 he was terrific. And I said, Mr. Fosse, don't yell at me because he would, you know, yeah. they yell at dances, choreographers. Yeah. Uh, at that time, and he said, "No, I'd never do that." <laughs> he was cute, nice man. Yeah.
3: Did you enjoy? Now, this is this is really fun. Did you enjoy working in these larger environments? So, what I mean by that is, you were just on the Fantastics, which was off Broadway in a nice, intimate theater. Did you enjoy playing Broadway? Did you enjoy playing something that was more commercial?
0: I loved it because it was a broad. It was Broadway, and yeah. that was the thing I knew. You know. I always wanted to do a Broadway yeah. show, sure.
3: Speaking of Broadway shows, do you want to ask about one of your favorites? Ben Franklin in Paris. Yes. Ben
0: Franklin How? and in Paris? Yes. Well, that's another show that I replaced, Susan Watson. Yeah. She was in it, and then I came in it. And another great guy was Bob Preston.
3: Oh, Robert Preston. Mr. Harold Hill from That's the Music right. Man. Tell us what it's like working with Robert Preston.
2: What's he it like- would
0: come in, and I had a dance. No, I'm not a dancer. So, And he was very tall. And he said, let's work on this. And he came in and rehearsed with me and sent me dozens of roses. Uh-huh. Oh. oh,
3: what a sweetheart.
0: Oh, my God. He was great. Yes.
3: So what was Ben Franklin in Paris about?
0: Ben Franklin in Paris. And we move Good on. Good job, Rob. Good <laughs> job, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. And we move on from there. Yes. <laughs> from there. And he was brilliant in the role.
3: Uh, uh, did you God. mind replacing? Did I mind
0: I think at that time I was happy to work. Later on when I had a standby, I needed a job. I did stand by for a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't like it because there was no time to rehearse. I yeah. mean I went on uh for Franny Sternhagen. Oh, what was it, five or six years ago? I don't remember. And there was no time to rehearse The Foreigner. Do you know? I mean, there was no time. This is a play, a very difficult play, with Matthew Broderick. I'd never worked with him. And I had to go on immediately. I mean, she was ill. Mm -hmm. And there's no time to rehearse. I didn't... That was very difficult. So I think later on, no, I didn't like it. Later on,
3: no. And then, you know, um, you stand by for Barbara Harris, right? Right.
0: Oh, yes, I did.
3: So, you know, having, having gone from <clears throat> the girl in the Fantastics to then a nice big role in Family Affair, then your, your pal Joey, are you okay standing by at that point? Well,
0: they were paying me well, but I said, Jesus, I'd love to go on for this show. I did it in stock afterwards. But she never got sick till after I left, so that was, <laughs> that was the end of that. But I did do it uh, with Gig Young, and I did it with uh, a couple of other... The people in stock, yeah. Were you doing stock? Mm-hmm. Sure everyone during did this stock. time yeah. absolutely you know the stock that they, they did all stars the, were doing i mean like every, everyone yeah everyone yeah. did stuff what's,
3: what's the what's
2: the theater you like oh kenley uh uh oh uh, uh, yes in Ohio, i did it uh, you did uh what's his name is he and he you know dressed as a woman too but yes. like he john kenley is that his yes, name yes
0: yes and i did 1776 with joel gray what <laughs>
2: joel was john
3: adams
0: yes he was <laughs> okay. and we did it at the yes. kenley yes in at Ohio. the kenley oh my god did you oh so you, you did the kenley you you did that, yes. Well, I did 1776 on Broadway, and so then they, you know, they asked me to do the Kenley Players, and so of course I did it. Oh my gosh, with, with, with Joel Gray,
3: that's very cool, Wild. that's uh, very, very cool. And, okay,
0: and so that was uh, <laughs> that was all summer. You yeah. know. Did you
3: enjoy what was it like working with Barbara Harris?
2: I didn't work
0: with or her, or at least
3: observing her process, I should say, because she fascinates us and she fascinates yeah, a lot yeah. of our uh, listeners.
2: She kind of like, yeah.
0: Brilliant, I think she's a brilliant lady. Yes. And so when she was doing this part, well, the one thing Burton Lane said, because she said, Why would I sing? What did I have that I don't have? A girl who really doesn't speak that way. And she did it wonderfully. And Burton Lane said, I. Don't know if you want to put this in, but he said Barbara it's going to be a hit. Just <laughs> sing it. Just, Just sing, sing the, sing the song.
3: <laughs> did, did you have a lot of did you have a lot of interaction with Mr. Lane or Mr. Lerner, the composer and the writer?
0: Well, Mr. Lerner was always going to somebody's funeral or wedding. So, uh, and he the best. I mean, you know, when you read his book on the yeah. street where I live. I mean, he was one of the best lyricists. And Burton Lane, I got to know, yeah. so I liked them both. And the the show kind of worked, I guess, but it was never really a true hit. It was right. Bridie Murphy, and oh yeah, you know, it was, it and, never coagulated, as it were. And, yeah.
2: and if those of you are wondering, if you, in case you don't know, on a clear day you can see forever. You could say it's the ESP musical. You yes, know, it's essentially about you know, going back and finding your alter life, your previous life,
3: and...
0: <laughs> yes, a reincarnation, Reincarnation. Right? Yes, but that, it wasn't together, do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it just did yeah. happen, and there were some wonderful songs that were cut out that I still oh, have. Yeah. Oh, really? Cozy and Tush. I still have the music to that. And it, it t- t- took place, I mean, and, and the character, you know, goes back in time, and they never could get... That, yes, you know, I mean, it was difficult. John you, Cullum took the lead. I know yeah. when, uh what's his name, either was fired or left, or I don't remember.
3: I think it was Louis Jordan? That's right, it was. Who was on the road, and then they said, bye-bye. You always do that. I do. You're like, I Louis think Jordan. it's
0: so-and-so. You, know,
3: exactly. you, know, well, you it know it is. You know You know, you you know you're right. Know. Yes, he,
0: and he was, he, I I thought he was terrific. Yeah. He was but yeah. I, I don't know what happened there. You know? Got it got, wow. it, got it, got it, got
3: um, it. You know, we don't really talk a lot about plays on our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do have to talk about Last of the Red Hot Lovers because I think it's, it's such a funny play. Yes, and, it is. And you got to work with, I'm assuming, an actor who I really, really love, and that's James Coco.
0: Oh, he was adorable.
3: Um, I don't think a lot of our younger listeners might know who James Coco is, but I'm going I'm to go so far as to give this analogy, if that's okay. You have to think the Nathan Lane of the 60s.
0: Very good. And oh, yes, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Very funny. Very witty. And when I went on, I, don't, I think it was for Linda or was it Rita Moreno? I don't remember. But I think I went on for Linda. Because Linda, wasn't Linda Lavin? Yes, Linda I, Lavin, yeah. I think I went on for her, but I don't, I, it was very fast. Of course. And so I was doing the part, and Jimmy Coco uh, was so sweet, but he, you know, he was nervous. I had never worked with him. Yeah. I and mean, Linda was wonderful, and she was, that every time I spoke, he would speak with me. I mean, he said my lines under his breath. And so I don't think he realized that. And I said, Mr. Coco, I think I can do this. And he said, yes, you can. Okay. Oh, how so su- he was adorable. How sweet. Yeah. How yes. Very,
3: very sweet. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love
0: that. He was lovely.
3: Now, do you want to ask about yeah. our list here, a show that uh, fascinates us? Because we don't know all that much about it, but we've heard many stories.
2: What was Ari? Ari?
0: Ari, oh my goodness, Ari. Yeah. I stood by in that too. Oh my It was an goodness. original musical from like yes. 1971. Yes, and Constance Towers, I stood by. Connie for, Towers. I looked like a walking <laughs> bodice because she she was so tall and I was so short. Oh my it goodness, looked, that's amazing. It was so crazy. And um, David Cryer, David... I don't.
3: Yeah, David Cryer. Yeah. He
0: was in it. He
3: was Ari. Yes, he, he was, was the, Ari. The title
0: role. When I and and there's a song I and I once <laughs> did something in a well, you know, I did nightclub stuff or whatever. Yeah, yes. And Ken Friedman, and I will say his name was this wonderful writer who said you should do your medley of mistakes. <laughs> It's a brilliant That's writer. Brilliant.
3: You're mentally a mistake. Yes.
0: So I had to sing the song that I sang in Ari, that was probably one of the worst songs you ever
2: heard. <laughs> this is the musical version of Exodus. Yes, correct. It is. Oh my! I'm going to say that again. Yes, the <laughs> musical version. Never, of never, Exodus. Oh my God!
0: I forgot all about that. Oh. <laughs> but I remembered when I up. when I was singing the song from Ari, if I could ever remember. It, oh gosh! Uh, uh, I. It, it, it this medley of mistakes it was a wonderful piece that he wrote because there were many shows that I had to do the the wrong song. Yeah. Everyone else had the good songs. thing. Right,
2: right. And you had like the skip
3: song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had
2: the
0: uh, skip song. So that really was a very that didn't I don't know if that did that come in or that was your last did, did No,
3: according to our notes, it did come in. Did you were min- at the now defunct Mark Hellinger Theater. Oh, oh
0: wow, yes. The Hellinger. Oh. You played
3: twelve previews and nineteen performances and then we went away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was very short.
3: Um, and I think you were okay with that. Is that right? You oh, had...
0: I was so happy to get out of that. <laughs> oh, that was because I said to Constance Tower she had to go home New Year's Eve and sing with Guy Lombardo or somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, and I said, she's going home and I have to go on for her. <laughs> said, you you work
3: so fluidly between musicals and plays. It just... It, and voiceover work, you're a very successful voiceover artist.
0: Well, right now it's hard because everybody and, you know, everybody wants to do them. Yeah. But I did uh, Dora the Explorer, so that's oh, really nice. wonderful. <laughs>
3: Who are you in Dora the Explorer? I
0: did Joan Rivers for them. And then I was the grandmother, so they said, that's, oh, that's what great. we want. I did it over the phone, so they said, oh, I said, let me try that.
3: That's so wonderful. So, so, you can just do it from the comfort of your own living room?
0: I didn't realize it, but my agent said you're going to do it on the phone. Yeah. Well, a lot of voiceover people do set it up in their apartments now. They do that. Yeah. They do that.
3: Yeah. You have a list of questions, right? Is that right? No, or I was just, just curious, fire questions at you?
2: What, how, you know, after your career has spanned in many different facets, yeah. how do you stay motivated? How yeah. do you stay active in it? You know, because it's... Jobs just don't fall in our laps as performers. You know, we have to, you know... I take
0: classes. And that, oh,
2: that is such a good... I think it's so refreshing to hear you say that out loud. That you you constantly are challenging yourself. Or
0: read another play or say, listen, this is interesting. I mean, that's how we did Pieces of Pinter. And then I take singing lessons every week.
3: Right. The classes refuel you.
0: Yes, absolutely. They give you a jolt. And then I have to... If you don't take singing lessons, this is a blind art to sing. Right. So if you don't take singing lessons, if you let it go for a long time, then your voice can go. Right. And if you start squeezing the vocal cords, it goes forever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, you have to really be aware of that.
2: Were there certain transitions throughout your... Were there any times in your career that you thought man, I don't know if I need to do this anymore, or maybe it's stalling, or maybe, you know, because we look at you and say, you know, you've always been a legend. How could it ever, but...
0: Every single day. What am I doing Oh, here? my God. Why am I doing this? Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, I mean, my husband hears it all the time, so yeah. it's, it's always it's that. It's a constant battle, yeah. It's a constant battle even when you're working. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm doing this part. It's not very good, is it? Is it very good? No, but I'll try something else. I yeah. mean, you go through so many things, uh, but the thing that you always have is the joy of what you do. Right. Because in the end, you forget, you know, reality. Mm-hmm. I'll only go as a tourist. Right. I mean, that was written. Yeah. So you go on the stage, and it's another world. So that's the joy, and that's your passion. And no matter what it is, you, you know, I mean, if you're a bricklayer, if that's your passion, do it. Yeah. I don't believe in retirement. You're asking the wrong person because I know people retire now. I say, what do you, play golf? You go to the beach, you do this, you do that. And then what do you do? No. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I, I just don't believe it. And maybe because I started so early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's all I knew. Right.
2: That's part of your life. Yeah. What,
3: what do you look for in your fellow storytellers? What do you look for with, <clears throat> when, in another actor?
0: In another actor? I don't really look for anything. If they move me or I'm glued to them or something magical happens, then, then that's it. Mm-hmm. If I'm thinking, oh, God, they're working too hard. They shouldn't do that. They've chosen the wrong song. If my brain starts going, no. Yeah. And it's just me. You know, I mean, people love certain people and it's not everybody. But I know that if I'm sitting in an audience and somebody wonderful is on the stage, I'll I, I love it. And even people, you know, that are my age and do what I do, uh, if they're terrific, they're terrific.
3: What do you look for in a director?
0: Oh, that's hard. Because there's no rules here. A director has to reach your subconscious or let you alone so that you can find it. Dan Sullivan is one of the best, Jack O'Brien... They know how to get to you, mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful thing. Otherwise, you feel like you're in a classroom, and I don't like to feel like I'm in a classroom. You've uh,
3: done a lot of standing by.
0: Yeah. What?
3: That's an art in itself.
0: Hard. I don't want to do it now. Somebody offered me something. I said, no. Not at this age not now I'll wait for a part thank you
3: would you would you explain to our listeners exactly what does a standby
0: you do You have to learn everything very little rehearsal and you can go on at a moment's notice and never have a chance to do it with and be actors. with actors yeah. Yeah. it's awful
3: are you required to be at the theater every night?
0: Yes, most of the time. Yeah, and just
3: wait until wait
0: or watch it every night. Yeah, some people have to watch it all the time.
3: The last time you stood by was it mornings at seven?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah, and um, I had a difficult time there, but you know they were very good actors, and it was a wonderful play. But I was glad that it was over. How
3: do you make it work when you're having a difficult time?
0: I think you have to do your best to relax breathe
3: <laughs> Are you into are you into yoga or meditation or I
0: I I'm I'm risky? into breathing a lot of breathing whatever that means I just sit and I relax and I think of a place that I want to be and just breathe and so maybe that's you know when I was you know maybe that's meditation my meditation everybody has their own
3: You're still auditioning
0: I think or probably always I'll be auditioning.
3: About, what was it, ten years
2: ago, The Wedding Singer was, was going, the musical of The Wedding Singer yeah. was coming to Broadway. Um, how did you hear about that? Was it just a regular audition? Were, the, were your agents like, hey, there's this part but here you go, here's the secret. I was, Hamilton hadn't started yet, so no. <laughs> rapping on stage wasn't exactly the biggest thing in the world. No,
0: and I And here's
2: Rita. I this, turned
0: it down to begin with. Did you really? No, this is what happened.
2: Because that was Um, an awesome moment in theater when you rap that song. Amazing. Thank
0: you. I was doing uh, uh, The Foreigner. And my agent said, listen, they're doing uh, The Wedding Singer. And you come and audition for it. They're doing a reading. So they sent me the music. It was such dirty lyrics. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I said, you know something? I've seen the movie. I don't want to get on the stage and say all that. You know why? Because it's not this character. I can't do it. Uh Tell him no. So somebody else did it, and they did the workshop and whatever, and my agent called a couple of months (laughs) later and said, now Bernie Telsey, very nice man, says, you have to come and audition. They fixed the song. It's not (laughs) the same. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sending you the song. Get an accompanist and come and audition. And I thought, or oh, Bernie Telsey will never speak to you again. Yeah. I said, okay. So I did. And I walked in. And I didn't care. That's when you get everything, when you don't care. Oh, so in true. life, when you don't care, you, you know, I'm not going to speak about what's happening now <laughs> in this world. Uh, but mm-hmm. the thing is, um, I said, okay. And I was reading, and this was a very flirty person, you know, and I sat on someone's lap and I sang and I got up and I left and I didn't even get home, but my husband called and he said, you got this. And I got, and they said, if she does this big workshop, she has a part. Incredible. That's what happened. And did you
2: grow to enjoy the rapping of the song? Well, the
0: thing is, (laughs) then I had a song called Eight Men and they cut that. Okay. Eight Men. It's called Eight Men. Oh, I still have the music. I bet. And they cut that, and, but then they put in the rap number. So nice. there it was it. And yes, I enjoyed it. Um,
2: Big reaction. The audience well, yeah, loved it. It was I wonderful. Mean, come on. And, yeah. and I had a
0: great uh, Kevin. I worked with Kevin, and he was wonderful. And mm-hmm. um, I think I realized that, oh, my God, who cares? I'll just do it. And yeah. again, you know, they. my agent was terrific. Tim got me a great contract. Who and, is
3: your agent, by the way?
0: <clears throat> oh, it's uh, BRS Gage. Yes. Oh, yes, of Mark course. Redante and yeah. all the, I love them. But Tim left. But at that time, he was the one who got the contract and whatever. But I was lucky. You know, he was very good and the rest of the agents are too. Yeah. When does much
3: more attribute to Tom Jones and Harvey Schmidt get premiered
0: i think it'll probably be in the spring in the spring because i've been asked to do something for hb where i work Oh, it's a musical thing that they have and said would i do it so i'm in the middle of wonderful thinking about great
3: and at the metropolitan room i'm assuming
0: uh no this would be oh oh oh, where would i do uh much more uh, oh much more it's either there or 54 below whichever
3: Come to 54 below. Uh, (laughs) Or anywhere. We'll take you anywhere. Oh, thank you. You want to set up in Times Square with a boombox. Oh, wow. That's so nice of you. How nice. How sweet. Thank you. Oh,
0: thank you. And uh,
3: we so appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Oh, it was fun.
0: And you know what? I I didn't realize I had done so much.
3: Good.
2: I mean, you 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 reminded
0: me, and I said, Jesus, right? I did that. You do this very well. Oh, thank you. And I know talent. It's a (laughs) (laughs) pleasure.
1: 18 plus.